Hey there, this is Dennis Anyone with Dennis Hensley, a podcast about making things up and making things happen. I love talking to creative people about what they do and how they do it. And this week, my guest, I have two guests. They're the team behind a new horror comedy called You're Killing Me, Jim Hansen and Jeffrey Self. Jim directed it and Jeffrey stars in it. And they wrote it together and it's a really fun, kind of sick, twisted movie. Uh, but before we get to them, um, a little housekeeping. Um, I want to thank everyone who's gone to DennisAnyone.net and left me a tip in my virtual tip jar. John Connolly and Teresa Moselle, thank you for uh, your donations. It helps me pay for web hosting and little expenses that come up and helps me keep the podcast going, and I really appreciate it. Um, if you want to do the same, DennisHensley.net's where you go. You can also see past episodes there and sometimes pictures that go with the podcast, things like that. Um I would also love it if you liked the Dennis Anyone Facebook page and followed me on Twitter at Hensley Dennis and um, all of that good stuff. So, um, without any further ado, here are Jim Hansen and Jeffrey Self, the men behind You're Killing Me, which is now on DVD and on demand. Hey there, I'm coming to you from the Echo Park home of Jim Hansen. He's one of the two guests that I have on today, the men behind the new movie, You're Killing Me. It's kind of a horror thriller comedy, uh, socioeconomic uh, di- uh, diatribe. It's very, uh, it's got a lot of levels. But um, we're here with Jim, and the other guest is Jeffrey Self. Hi. Now, Jeffrey and Jim wrote the film together. Jeffrey stars in it. And Jim directed it, and they produced it together. Yeah. How many meetings have you had at this very table about about movie? this movie? Oh. Well, I mean, most like, do you of do the, a little tick mark? I mean, on most the of the movie was probably I would say majority of the movie is filmed yeah. in this house. We use do we use every single room in this house? Oh yeah, every every room. Like there's a prison in the house. Like this wall this right wall, here was a prison. Right? We this room this table was was. Well, couple scenes. Yeah, and then we used your bedroom as a as someone's bedroom on the shoot, and then we use. Uh, Another the bedroom guest bedroom is, is a different bedroom, and then you have a spare room. By the way, it makes your house sound enormous. It does. And then um, very wealthy. The, <laughs> it's, and it's yeah, 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 that George's yeah. bedroom was yeah. the other room. We used yeah. this gift wrapping closet. Right. Well, I took the cue from Richard Day, who we were both friends with, where he completely every, girls would be girls. Was all shot in his house. Just restaurants and he train just, stations. Is that true? Except, yeah. I mean, I know for sure there was a restaurant like. What's yeah. something in your house that's never going to be the same now because of the well, shoe? Well, th- this wall was... I mean, I, I, my house was not destroyed as much as Richard Day's. Richard Day's... The floors were ruined. He painted his cabinets. Like, I didn't do that. That right. really fancy house sense. up in the hills, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. This wall here um, that we're looking at in front of us is covered it's in mirrors. It's sort of a maroon is, color. It's very pockmarked and yeah. shows shows the age of gluing pipes and stuff on you it. Glue, he glued pipes and fake bricks all over this wall in his dining room, which is a beautiful dining room. And then... Uh, I, you just sort of had it there for for a, for a while. while. For a while, it just stayed. <laughs> Three shoots. You know, it's like having a loft with the exposed pipes. <laughs> yeah, totally. I, and the upstairs bedroom, my master bedroom. Yeah. My bedroom was the master bedroom of Joe's parents, and I was like, "Oh, the blood will come out of the carpet." No, that's going to be the name of this podcast. <laughs> oh, the blood will come out of the carpet. <laughs> and didn't you, you had to get your carpet? Yeah. Right? yeah. And then oh. we destroyed our, our friend Orlando Soria, who's an interior designer, has had a really. He was living in this really cute apartment in Hollywood, and he was helping us production design the movie, and he agreed to let us use his very, very nice and very, very all white bedroom for oh a murder scene. And not only did we get blood everywhere, everywhere, we also. 
Matthew accidentally threw someone. He got a little too into the murder and threw someone into a wall James and Cerny. it burst a wall, a hole through his this apartment wall. So ultimately, this movie destroyed LA. Yeah. It destroyed. It's the movie that destroyed <laughs> LA. We were all like in the bedroom, but like and cut, and we're like. And like yeah. we spring to each other, and Orlando's in the kitchen, like doing something, and we're like trying to clean the blood off his paintings and off his window treatments. And then he comes in, and we're like, he's like, oh, it's fine. Yeah, oh, he was what so a relief. Cool. I was a wreck just waiting to hear how right. it turned yeah. out. How would you describe the story and the and the plot to people that you know you just met at you know the video store? or something? You go. Okay, um, I would say, or am saying, um, it is a um, a comedy. Uh, a horror comedy uh, about uh, a guy who is a, a very narcissistic wannabe YouTube star who starts dating a serial killer um, who he who is gorgeous. And uh, this guy, George, my character, is so caught up in himself and irony and sort of the millennial point of view and humor that he is so plugged into pop culture and documenting his life and his friends' lives that he's actually so unplugged from reality that he has no idea that he's dating a serial killer as this serial killer is coming into his own, by which I mean killing people um, and all of George's friends. Right. Uh, and they're all so caught up in themselves that nobody really... No one's really listening. No one's really so listening. The point of the, you know, so the kind of, the, one of the main themes of the movie is this quote from uh, Maya Angelou, which is, when people show you who they are, people, when people tell you who they are, believe them. Right, because he tells you at one point. Right. And so he's telling, he's telling people, he's telling his psychiatrist, but his psychiatrist is like literally texting during the, I don't yeah. know if, he, if he, in therapy you guys go to therapy, but sometimes my therapist will just start typing in the middle of of, of of the media, and I'm like, what are you write, what are you writing down? What are you writing down right now? And so Sam Pancake, who we all know, yeah. um, plays that doctor, and and, and and so it's yeah. So he's trying this guy. He's trying to be honest because he is a sociopath, and he's trying to be honest about that. But no one. No one's listening. No one's listening until it's too late. Until too late. it's too late. Well, like, and also, like, in real life, we, the reason we sort of stuck on this quote and was sort of like an a, uh, inspiration for us is we've all dated people that, like, you start dating, like, oh, I'm crazy. And, you oh, know, yeah, they tell you stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm an alcoholic. And, you yeah. know, and you're like, uh, and you just laugh. And you're like, okay, they'll change. Or, but you're way like, more dreamy than you are. Alcohol. Right, right. right. Yeah. You're like, oh, no, he's fun to drink with. And then, oh, like, so fun. Yeah, and like then, two weeks later, you're, like, scrubbing vomit out of your, your carpet. Mm-hmm. Or, or blood, in your case, Jim. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> yeah, and you're like, wait a second, maybe this isn't, like, charming. Yeah. It's not yeah. so cute anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the film at the North Carolina Gay and Lesbian Film Festival. I was there with a short that uh, I worked on called If We Took a Holiday. And you guys hadn't gotten there yet. So I went to a late, oh, later screening and saw it. And it was like all my friends were in North Carolina. It's like, oh, there's Drew. Oh, there's funny. Sam. There's like it was all Was it in that beautiful, that beautiful theater, right? It wasn't in the gigantic one. It was in a smaller. Okay, because then they did. Yeah, yeah, we, then we went, I think, the next weekend. Maybe, yeah, I was, was there the first weekend. You guys were there the second oh, weekend. Okay, yeah. cool. That was but fun. The, it was fun. It was cool. Yeah. And that, that theater. That did you play in the big room? Yeah, yes. when we were there, it was in that beautiful theater, yeah. I mean, which wasn't full because it was enormous. But like, yeah, oh, it's huge. It was, yeah. it was really neat. I it's not like kept... you were having a Trump rally. When we were coming in on stage, <laughs> they're like, "Be careful! The stage just drops off, and you can't see because of the lights." And so we're so scared to walk out there that there's gonna yeah. be like, "Remember oh. that?" Oh yeah, they made it sound like there was like a like a, a pit of snakes yeah. that we would <laughs> yeah. fall into. Did you go to that pizza place that everyone went to? That was the I think we did. My parents came because I'm from Georgia, and so they drove up and hung out with us. Oh, how cool! And so we. We ate a lot of 
I mean, I don't know why my parents being there has to do with us eating a lot of barbecue, but we but did. It was good. I mean, good and, barbecue. Well, you know, because they were like, that. my dad was like, Jim has got to try Southern barbecue. So it was good. That's a good impression. What did your really parents good. think of the film? Well, my dad didn't see the film. Okay. Uh, and my, but I mean, that, I, my father really hasn't seen a lot of things I've done. Um, most things I've done. Uh, but I think that's more about his attention span. He right. doesn't really see anything. Uh, and my mom did watch it and watched it at the North Carolina Festival. And right. uh, we sat with her and told her when to cover her eyes because she was very afraid of like any kind of gore, which there right. is in the movie. And so she, uh, there was a, there, you know, there were multiple moments of like, okay, close your eyes now, and now it's fine, and now close them again, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Uh, but she really enjoyed it, and she she ordered a DVD. She told me that's so she nice. Very proud to say, way to go, mom. Way to go, mom. Um, I like it. She's putting her money where her mouth my is. My grandmother just asked my mother if she, how to order a DVD, and my mom was like, I don't think that's a great idea. <laughs> but the next thing, all right. you, yeah. all the you. next thing, um, and because uh, yeah. there is some gore, there's a little bit of there's yeah. Blood Jim wanted it way gorier. I'm um, trying to remember yeah. how sexy does it get. It's not... There's only one sort of sexy scene toward the beginning. Um, you make out, though. I don't, no. Yeah, you guys... You guys well, you're kissing on no, it. No, I yeah. wanted to make out with Matthew McKelligan far more than I got to. <laughs> I think I have one scene where I kind of start kissing him, but that's yeah. it. But that's uh, it. There's a sexy scene at the very beginning with Matthew McKelligan and Matthew Wilkes. Yes. Um, and that's but it's the, not sexy because Ma- Matthew's character, the killer, is so not needy. sexual. He's very, like, he's kind of like this blank that everyone just projects upon. Exactly. How did you decide uh, to cast him as the sociopath? Well, Matthew uh, is obsessed with serial killers, and so he's always been my go-to... Uh, person about discussing right. serial killer stuff. He's always like, when we're driving in the car, he's like, because we were friends way, way before this. He's like, oh, over there is where they found those dead boys. I'm like, what? What? He has all this information. All the, at his fingertips. So I always knew he, he had this do our tour of LA. He, he just tell you where dead people He knows so much. You know what he, he did? did? Uh, he told me the day before we started, when he shot at uh, my house, uh, a scene, he, it was, he came in and he was like, you know where I just had lunch? And I was like, where? And he's like... I got a salad from Whole Foods, and I sat outside the house where the Menendez brothers killed their parents in Beverly Hills and had lunch. And I was like, All Well, right. and it's not next door. He had to go from the Whole <laughs> yeah. Foods to yeah. the Menendez house. Yeah. Because I know I've the done, address. Yeah, I know the address, because I did that Dearly Departed tour where they take you around. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, have you? I wanted yeah, to Yeah, it's that. really fun and interesting. Lots of mans and stuff. Yeah, the, yeah. the bathroom break is in the bathroom where George Michael got arrested, oh, which isn't oh, like a funny. dead thing, but it's fun. <laughs> yeah. It's not very big, but it's nice. <laughs> I like but it. there's That's not a lot of go. stalls, so I would not want to. I would feel bad if I had bathroom sex in a place with only one stall. Oh yeah. So because you want the other people that really need it to be able to do their Absolutely. business. Absolutely, doing it in like a Starbucks bathroom. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. which is inconsiderate. Yeah. George, I I think less of George not for having. Bathroom sex. <laughs> Go for it. Knock yourself out. But for, you know, making other people in Beverly Hills pee in the bushes because they can't get in. Yeah. <laughs> and it's... it's uh, Yeah. And also, like, you get a hotel room. There's a really nice yes. hotel across the street and you are very well. But he's probably there. doing it for the reason... Oh, he's doing it. Oh, oh, like, oh, right, right, right. That's the thrill of it. There's the thrill. Yeah. But anyway, the tour was kind of cool. And, we, and you saw the Menendez house. Yes. So, yeah, so but Matthew it's not by Whole Foods. <laughs> so Matthew's obsessed with uh, with serial killers. And, we, and he just had that kind of... He has a very sort of blank, monotone thing mm-hmm. um, going demeanor. on. Um, and so he, uh, yeah, he like, he manages that well and, and does that well. So, uh, 
I didn't really know Matthew before we made the movie. You guys yeah. were. Really I've known him for a while. That's so weird. That yeah, yeah. He's on some show, right? What's he? What's he best He's known for? East Siders. Yes. A, yes. Yeah. It's like a gay web series set in Silver Lake, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And As opposed to DTLA, which, which is, is a different. gay web series set downtown. Yeah. <laughs> they should do a dance battle <laughs> right here oh, yeah. in this house. <laughs> they all converge. Yeah. 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 So um, you you directed it. What? How? How many days did you shoot? How? How rough and tumble was it? It was really quick. It was very quick. Maybe 10 days total. 8 to 10 days. I mean, it was very rough and tumble. That's a good term, I feel like, for it. Because it was... I mean, you know, Jim is the type of person who can... He kind of does everything himself, you know? With the Chloe videos. You make this shit happen. He, like... Yeah, he just, like, make... But, like, you know, those Chloe videos are also made in this dining room. And, like, he shoots them in front of his green screen that he sets up himself. And then... You know, takes the green screen down and goes in there and edits the videos and makes them into this thing. And but you know, with this movie, it was like doing that, but like times a billion because right. he's also he was like costuming the movie. He was he was art directing the movie. He was uh, what do you call it when things have to be the same continuity, continuity. directing the movie, all that. Shit. I mean, he was doing all of that, you know. And then edit, then he edited the movie and then. Tried to write half the... He wrote half the score of the movie. He didn't even know how to write music. He taught himself how to learn to write music. You're well, amazing. So it's very, like, rough and tumble. And so, you know, we would be do, doing these shoots, you know, when it was here, it was way easier because this is, like, in, in, you know, space that, it's, you know, yeah, it's really it's well. Confined. But, like, we had a shoot uh, in Griffith Park one day that was just, like, a nightmare because... Yeah. You know, it's a low budget movie. You don't have trailers or anything. And we're did like, you have permits? Or were you running? Yeah, we did have a permit. permit. But, like, the nearest bathroom was, like... A mile down the hill. And George Michael's probably... And George Michael's yeah. <laughs> got getting, the line out. <laughs> and so, yeah, I mean, it was very rough and tumble those days because it was like, you know, we have only a certain amount of time that we could... But we always, we always finished our day and we didn't go over 12 hours ever. Yeah. Um, and we couldn't. <laughs> we no. And we, I mean, everybody was paid. So there was like a lot of, I mean, it was not, le- not much, it was legit. but it was legit. And it was legit. I, I'm proud of that fact. Yeah. That, that is a big thing. We got it. it. And that, that was done kind of the most difficult thing, actually, is like... You know, we all make stuff all the time, you know, and it's it's very simple to just make stuff. But then when we were like, oh, we have to, like, get SAG involved and we have to have insurance yeah. and all this stuff that you don't have to deal with when you're just making a YouTube video. Right. Because yeah. um, everybody, like, in it, you know, all of our friends who we can do so much stuff with, they're all SAG. Right. So you kind of are, you have to do it union. And then to do, to do it SAG, you have to be insured. Right. And then you have to get locations. Oh, and it's a nightmare. It's, it's so a much whole stuff. thing. Because we did our, my short film that yeah. I co-produced, uh, if we took a holiday, we did it SAG, and now we want to go, you know, explore putting it up on iTunes. Well, then, because it's SAG, it's a whole lot of more hoops. So Absolutely. it's kind of like, okay, are we going to try to make this happen? So, yeah, it is. It's a lot of hoops. It's, uh, yeah, just talking about it makes me never want to make a movie again. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, that, I mean, that's, yeah, I think that's the thing that you learn, like, to get somebody to help you out with next yeah. time. Now, I think because you've done this and pulled it off and it turned out so well, there are probably other people that want to do it. That are like, okay, let's go talk to them and see what they did. What's something you would say to them right out of the gate? I mean, it's so easy just to do it yourself. Yeah. Like, and not do any SAG or anything. But the hard part is if it's any good and you want to show people and your actors, they get, see the thing is the well, actors get not money. any good and you want to show people. <laughs> yeah, well, it doesn't yeah. have to be good. Well, then you, you know, you run into problems with like them being able to, the actors get in trouble if it's, you know, not Right, sag and stuff. So I don't know. I'm so torn as to say, just oh, just make it. Then to like, I think just make it. But I think if I were to go back, it would be just make it, but hire a line like a, someone who is a professional line producer yeah. because that kind of stuff is what 
Did you guys not have a line producer? Were you guys doing it yourself? We didn't. We had we had other we had a, a, other producers helping us, but like they weren't they weren't uh, focusing on line producing. Like right. we didn't have someone who was like a professional line producer. Is I mean I didn't really know this until now. Like yeah. like that's a thing. Oh you know? yeah, that's they the person that makes the shit really happen. Yeah. Does the insurance and the yes. money? Yeah, they've got stuff. a clipboard that'll you yeah, know exactly. And so that whole mind. thing where it was trying, we were trying to split that responsibility yeah. between. Myself and Jim and someone else who were all doing so many other things mm-hmm. on the set, right? And like so overloaded with that was like yeah. uh, that was the uh, that, that was the, was the least part. yeah the least yeah. fun part. One of the things that you talked about and that sort of uh, talked about in the film is like the need to sort of document our every life yeah. and the social media thing. And I think it's even gotten worse since you made the movie. Like, I would it, agree. It feels mm-hmm. like an overloaded thing. I feel like I. Like trying to find a place to have a career. If you don't have a, that social media game, oh, it's it's all, it's like one of the. But then it's like it becomes a job. I mean, it like, is a job, and a you're not having job. your life. And then you start to feel pressure. Like I didn't weigh in on the Oscars. People are probably wondering yes. what I thought about the Oscar. Mm. Like everyone has to have a press conference, right, for everything that happens. Like every time there's a debate, you know, uh, lately, like people live tweet it, and I. And I will like see someone. I will like be in my car and like, oh, the, fuck, the debate's happening. And like, and then I'll. I'll and You're I'll not gonna back. release, realize but, your career dreams because you didn't live tweet right. the 16th but of 48 can, Republican right. debate. But it can feel like yes, that, that's what it takes. That you're that you're letting yourself down. You're letting your dreams down. Your, yeah, and like, oh, that's such an opportunity. It's like, if you were really it? serious about making it in show business, you would have something <laughs> to say about making Kelly's eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, and true. you don't. And I don't. Yeah. Well, then, honey. Then I don't know what. <laughs> take a number. Of, take, yeah, no, it, but it's. Star- I'm. I'm crossing a threshold into being really like, not knowing if I can do that. It's do like it you need somebody do it. to right. help it's, you with. I it. would love to have You're maybe the, find a job do it. where do it's it. not. A, I think I would like it not to be part of a job that I do. Well, that's the thing is it's so, really hard as a writer because like Jim doesn't do it, but like yeah, I don't do Twitter or but, Instagram. But the yeah, reason is on Facebook. But right. you barely do Facebook. I mean, I, mean, I don't post, post Facebook, but I read it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but you're on it. But you. Yeah. But like you, you, it doesn't really affect you as much because you create stuff with people though who. Like mm. someone like Drew, who has this online right. presence, that, yeah. But like, but you, I just, I, but I appreciate that though because it makes you actually just make stuff. You're not like caught up in like promoting stuff. You're more caught up yeah. in actually working on something, right? Um, but it's, it's hard though because when I want to promote something, I have to be like, Jeffrey, you, do do your thing, right? You know, right. you divide up the thing, yeah. Right. But I think it would be very hard to do all the stuff that you do in yeah. that in that behind the scenes way. And rock the social media thing. I don't think yeah. you could. I don't I mean, know if no. our minds are meant to to do all of that stuff. Um, you mentioned the Chloe videos that you mm-hmm. create with uh, Drew Drogi. Mm-hmm. Uh, they became sort of viral video sensations. What was it like when that blew up? Did, was it like the fourth video that blew up? Or was it like it was right out of the gate? I think it was the second one. Yeah. Maybe even the first one. I don't even know that. I don't, I don't even know. You was know, I was very, I'm very was naive like, about that stuff. I literally just put it on my YouTube channel, which was had like no a, views. <laughs> which was just like a random YouTube channel. Yeah, right? just yeah, a yeah. random one. And I don't know how it kind of... Oh, didn't Perez um, Hilton do something about it? Yes, that but helped. not... Maybe that's maybe that is what what started it. It's so but that weird, was a little bit like, later, and it had already sort of like gotten popular before that. And oh, then okay. I think that might have been an extra bump. But. How do you collaborate with Drew on those? Does he come in with it scripted and he does his thing, or do you direct we, him much? Do you talk about ideas? We sort of toss around. I mean, it's a little bit different every time. We generally talk about titles, and then yeah. we sort of like 
Halloween. Maybe, yeah. Some some of them he'll come in, they're already written, right. and we'll do them. Sometimes, and then I'll maybe like read through like, mm, this, this, this. We have slightly different takes on, on some things. Okay. You have different references. Yeah. Sure. Like, every weirdly pronounced word is all Drew. Right. I love and that so much. I'm more like into like, when he mixes up the, like, you know, di- like with... Baba Gan David Hasselhoff, and a comb. You the know? low brow and the high that's, brow. I, that's what I enjoy. It's really the most. funny. Yeah. Um, and there's a rhythm to the words. I also think it's probably very important to only mispronounce a certain amount of words. Like if you yeah. go too much, it's too much, mm-hmm. but you know the audience is waiting. Like it's mm-hmm. a whole thing. Yeah. That's um, all Drew, all those. How have you and Drew handled probably like, give us more Chloe? Like the, there's probably a demand for more, but. Luckily, you know, we're so. We're so in, so simpatico on that. Yeah, like he's super busy, and then I'm super busy. So whenever it's whenever we feel like it, because we don't it. get money from it. No, like, exactly, there's no it's money. Kind of involved. like right. it's like we all have this job that nobody's yeah. paying us no for. Yeah. Yeah. And, it's just like, <laughs> and so you do it. Every, like, yeah, you guys will like hunker down. Nowadays, I feel like you'll be like, oh yeah, we're going to make like four Chloe videos at once, and you know, release yeah, them. yeah. Um, because you know, because it's also like it's not just like shooting them for you. I mean, then it's like Drew leaves, and like you've just you got a bunch of like, yeah, days of editing. Yeah. And I love the, the visual. I love yeah. the title thing. I love the way they look and the music. It all. It's the combination of what you guys both bring that make them so great. Yeah, it's so unique. It's there's like nothing else like it on the internet. What are you doing when he's? Chloeing it up. Are you laughing? No, or, no. You're neither just, of us are laughing. Yeah, I think I think it's just it's it's. Sometimes we'll laugh, but not because of what. But not like oh you my know, god, it, you're like not Carol Burnett show. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, not really. Yeah. I think also like Drew doesn't love dressing in drag. Yeah, so it doesn't it doesn't he he's <laughs> doesn't, not somebody he, that like comes. He's alive. not like flooding around the he house. Does, yeah, he decidedly doesn't. Enjoy he just it. he doesn't yeah. enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's not like a moment of like I'm releasing this character. Yes. That I, it's just like all right, let's do, like he's a businessman. And yeah, he does so much work. That's the thing. Is the this is he when he comes to do something like a Chloe video, he's leaving and then going to shoot this oh, web yeah, series and then going to do something on Comedy Central and then like a thing on the. He's, he's all. I mean, I've never met someone who works. So we harder. do it quick, and he's like, he'll show up with makeup from his previous gig, and then he'll leave to go to the Golden Girls. You know, so and he does it all with such. You know, joy. Like mm-hmm. when he does the mismatch game a lot, and so he's always the first one to email back. He's always like gracious mm-hmm. and excited and ex- enthusiasm. I just really admire him, not just on stage but off as oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. like yeah. he, I, I'm sure for for him and anyone that's like trying to be creative in this culture, the stuff that you do get paid for and then you don't get paid for, and then that like the balance of all that gets yeah. um. It can get murky. It can get frustrating, and he never... He never lets loves it, that show. Yeah. He's kind of the poster boy, or at least he used to be, for, like, just doing everything. Like, yeah. he would do every every single thing. I'm like, you just... So many things. Yeah, I think he would, doesn't last now. And we were always saying to him, like, just say no to right. this stuff. But, but the next thing could be the thing that gets you right. that and show at VH1. Yeah. You know what? And they're not doing I mean, shows. it did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He did get that show on Logo. Yeah. yeah. So, he's always... Yeah. He's, a, he's a, such a testament to, like... Like working your ass off constantly because mm-hmm. right. he really, I don't know anyone who works harder, truly. Now, Jeffrey, the first time I became acquainted with you is from the Jeffrey and Cole casserole. Yes. Which it started as a web thing and then it was on Logo. Yeah, it was on YouTube back when, like, YouTube, before, like, YouTube was, like, a major thing. It was early YouTube. It was uh, in 2007 we started making videos. 
and uh, they were just sort of like vlogs directly to camera, and then they sort of, as, well, we just, I think the first one we did, we just like performed a scene from August of Sage County, because we'd just seen it on Broadway, and then... That, like, went well, and then... But this was, like, Twitter didn't exist. You know, it was, like... It was weird to share things. And then uh, we'd made another one, and it got kind of popular. And then I think, like, the third one we did was this one about... Or maybe the fourth, about gay marriage for... uh, Because gay marriage passed in California the first time. And we... I, like, called and was like, we should make a video about that. And it was the first one we'd actually really, like, thought through. And then kind of, like... We didn't script it, but we just sort of, like outlined it and then it like sort of for that day day and age kind of blew up but like this again was before like things could really be viral and uh yeah and basically from there we were like let's do a live show and then this all happened in like six months we did a live show and then at the end of six months we had a show at logo it was like crazy that's so and, amazing but the show at logo was still our doing our own thing we didn't have a camera crew we didn't have it was any just, you guys literally because it looked like what it you looked, did on the web yeah logo was showing it literally they did not give us any money at all <laughs> i mean when i say we didn't have a budget we literally didn't like have a budget um and uh uh which was difficult and um but then we made it and like it, you know it was just like we kind of we were 21 and we were like this is an amazing opportunity like let's right. just make the tv show we want to make and like they were kind of like do whatever because they weren't paying us and like uh we just did it and it was really cool what was did you worry about what kind of camera are we using? Or no, we now it's going to be on TV. No, do we have to step up our well, they our we technical game? One. But they're not giving us any money. Yeah, we used my MacBook. It was a 2000. Uh, at that point, it was 2008, and so we had a 2008 yeah. MacBook that was completely broken. We <laughs> edited it all on iMovie, and we would sit the MacBook on top of the refrigerator or on top of like a stack of books. Yeah. Or, I think at some point I invested in a, in a wooden ladder so it's it's to work as like a tripod. Yeah. Um, but and uh, it was on, on television. And then it was on like, television. Yeah, yeah it you was go to the Genius Bar and you're like, "Can you fix this? Because we have to shoot and edit a TV yeah, yeah, yeah. show on it later." For in fact, network. midway through the series, I I we were editing and my computer completely cra- crashed because it was a shitty old computer and you weren't supposed to be editing a television show on it. And then <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't get a new one. And I called I like had to call them and be like, "I don't we don't have a working computer," and I ended up having to like get one. <laughs> and did like, they help you? The second season, they then gave us, it became more of, they realized it was a TV show, and then it became a thing, and, like, uh, they paid us, they actually paid us, and uh, uh, we had a, a budget and, like, a line producer, uh, but, like, we still made it in my apartment, and they gave us a camcorder at, for, at that point. Right. Um, and so, we we made it, still made it in my apartment and stuff, but, like, they, they were very open at that point, like, what do you need, technically? And we were like, well, we don't really want other people around. Right. Like, it would throw off what the show is. Yeah. We don't really know what it is. We just sort of make each other laugh. And then we're like, okay, that's the show. Um, so it was weird. But uh, it was the strangest thing. It's so hard to explain to people because I don't, I truly don't think there's ever been a, anything like it. Because it, it was a television show, but, like, was it? You know what I mean? It was yeah. on television, but, like, at a time before, like, I mean, it was. Te- I think it was like the first thing, like web to TV thing, actually. But like, no one remembers that. I know. <laughs> uh, you know what? If Sam Smith gets up at the Oscars and takes credit yeah, 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 for yeah. being the first web yeah, to TV thing, go. I think you should send a bitch yeah, a tweet. I think I should. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> I'm obsessed with that whole thing. Oh my god! Obsessed with it. Did you see that joke? <laughs> so delicious. Yeah. That, yeah. With Dustin Lance yeah. Black. Oh my god. So delicious. I was obsessed. And then he backpedaled and acted like it was a joke. And then he left Twitter. Sam Smith's off Twitter now. Yeah. 
So, yeah, he's out. He's oh, out. Okay. I think that can like I think we get yeah. worked mm-hmm. op- over Twitter stuff like it's real. I think that's a problem. So here's my last question about Jeffrey and Cole Casserole. When you would send them the episode, yeah, on your computer. You know how you're, you're like, your iMovie says, is this for email? Is yeah, this yeah, for yeah. it would literally be like, export. What? Export for email, and it would send, and we'd have to, like, sit there and wait. And also, at the time, there was I, Dropbox, I also didn't have wireless, and I was stealing my neighbor's wireless the whole time. <laughs> wait, how did you do it? How did you... You can't That's send an email that big. Well, so we would start, and then it would, like, get delayed. And, like, and so eventually, we'd just, like, go to Starbucks and do it from there. But that was before you had... That was before Starbucks Wi-Fi was free. So I ended up having, like, paper... It was, like, such a... Like, so Oh, yeah. In retrospect, so crazy, uh, and we like had no point. Is the, the crazy? This I'm so much the regret of it all is like at no point where we like this is really cool what we're doing. It was just sort of like we were so frustrated and like like and you couldn't quite believe it was happening. Yeah, and we couldn't believe it, and we were like naive and excited, but we were also bitter, like even at like twenty and being and like why aren't we getting paid? Like yeah. this is so crazy, but it's such a good opportunity that we're not going to like be angry about yeah. it because we didn't have like managers or anything yeah. so like it was like uh, it was such a weird uh, you know it was the Mickey and Judy let's put on a show in the barn it thing. absolutely was except on a MacBook on yeah. a MacBook <laughs> and one thing that came out of it because the first time I think I met you face to face was with Russell T Davies yes. and I think I knew him through the festival circuit from like I don't know ten years ago, but he randomly from became a fan Jeffrey of the show. Yeah, he wrote which me a really so nice cool. fan letter. Uh, he writes amazing letters. He writes amazing letters. The guy who created um, Torchwood. And, oh yeah, and then he put me on Torchwood uh, That's when so it was cool. here, and it was really cool. Yeah, it was really really cool. And he yeah randomly like wrote me a letter, and I wrote, I wrote him back and was like, hey, will you send that to to Logo yeah. and tell them they should keep the show around. And I really believe that might be what got his second season. He's the best. Um, yeah, he's so lovely. He's so he's the he's like my writing hero and my person hero. He's the best. Um, I also want to ask you about Thirty Rock. You yes. did an episode of Thirty Rock, yes, which you, came from sort of Casserole, I guess. That's cool. Yeah, and you play Tina's gay uh, uh, nephew, cousin. cousin, cousin. Yeah. Here's my question about Thirty Rock. You get an episode of Thirty Rock. Uh huh. Your goal, of course, is to become Tina Fey's best friend. Right. If you don't succeed at that, you probably feel like I blew yeah, it. Yeah, pretty much. If yeah. I were in your shoes, that would be my goal. It, yes, it, I'm yeah. supposed to hit my mark, say my lines, or whatever. But my, I need to become Tina Fey's yeah, buddy. Definitely. That definitely was uh, my thought process. That would have been my thought the whole And time. I definitely felt like I failed. Um, uh, and it was, uh, it was also I'd never been on like I'd have never been on a set of like a TV show or a movie or anything before, aside from Jeffrey Cole Casserole, my bedroom, right. which was um, your house my bedroom back. <laughs> Um, but I otherwise never, I didn't know how any of that worked. And so I didn't know what like a mark was or like, right. uh, I didn't, I thought I didn't understand like what the assistant director did, all that stuff. Um, and so I was so overwhelmed that I don't, uh, that I, that the idea of becoming Tina Fey's best friend was, was also there, but it wasn't like too yeah. powerful. And it also like, once I met her, not that she wasn't lovely and wonderful cause she was, but it was apparent that like she was far too busy to to, yeah. to become my best friend to, to watch beaches friend with, with you. Yeah, it's like yeah. I'm sure I'm not the first like yeah. gay twenty something who's been excited to be on her show. And <laughs> exactly. Her. exactly. Uh, Maybe so. before kids she might have watched beaches with you, but yeah. not. It's not going to happen. Now. She's got too many things going on. Yeah. But what a cool thing! Did it's you have really to audition, cool. or did they just? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. very last minute, but uh, right. they couldn't find the right person, and then uh, someone. 
the director knew of me through YouTube and stuff, yeah. and then yeah, it all just sort of happened very very quickly. It was very cool. It all, it's it's been downhill from there. I know, no, I know. Nonsense. just kidding. But this movie, we love this movie. This yeah, movie. Yeah. Where have you gone on the festival circuit? Where's the Everywhere. most ra- ra- random place you went? The most random yeah. that we actually went to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, Where's the place we went well, to where you, the one I where you ha- had an argument with those Pretty guys. much all of them. I, I, <laughs> I hated, uh, I didn't hate, you know what, I'll say it. I didn't enjoy uh, Indiana. Did right. you go to the Indianapolis one? Yeah. It was yeah. weird. Beautiful. That's too bad. Beautiful. Beautiful there. venue. Lovely people. It was just a very, it was very strange. Also, at that point, we had, it was our last one. Yeah. And we were just so... Uh, I mean, I was so I mean, sick of it. Yeah, you were just I was like another land. I was sick of see, talking about the movie. Yeah. I was sick of having to meet people. And it had like, been coming right off of New York, which was like sold out like two times in movie theaters. Yeah. And it's like so much fun. And kind of and felt crazy. like the ending of it all. There was did lots of celebrities there. there and yeah. what? Was, did you do it at Outfest or Newfest in New York? Yeah, Newfest. Awesome. Newfest, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that was so fun. And then, yeah, like two weeks later, we went to Indiana where we don't know anybody. And it, right. wasn't, it wasn't as packed. And... Uh, so that was probably the weirdest, and we and we were there for a long. We were time. there for longer than we were normally yeah. in, in places. And somebody and forgot Jeffrey's name, which just sent him on a tizzy. In the opening, no, that's what. That's actually <laughs> oh, and they where did, it all went down. That's though. where it started. Is the the opening night ceremony? They they were like uh, Jeff Jim Hansen, right? Like, I I don't think he got. No, he didn't. Get but it. he literally like didn't know I my just name didn't at care. all. <laughs> and then I you know couldn't let it go. <laughs> and had to like say something and won the prize was, oh then I won a prize and he made me like say he couldn't, he couldn't remember my name again it was a whole thing and the winner is like, yeah, and then when, and, but then you know when he did he was like tried to be mean to him like sassy me but the guy just took it as mean and then the whole time he tried so hard to make up for it that it was so uncomfortable I like see. it's like just like let it go oh it was right. yeah because our we didn't our short film played there but we didn't go but we won some prizes and they were really they were really cool to us. Uh, they, oh, yeah. yeah. They were so lovely and to us. And the graphics. I was very impressed with the graphics. That's the thing. Remember? Oh, their, yeah. Their graphic design was so... Oh, we kept saying it. It was so That's why beautiful. we went, I think. Yeah. Cause it, cause it was like they fucking nailed the graphics. They put us up in a really nice put hotel. Put us up in a yes. really swank hotel. The nicest hotel we stayed in Definitely. the whole festival thing. Yeah, and we had cool. separate rooms. Yes. Wow. So you could bang all the Indiana people. You could bang all the Hoosers you wanted. Yeah, yeah. We did go to a fun gay bar while we were there. We did. We actually had fun. We had fun at all the festivals. I think we just had, had, there was like two moments that were like... We also are the kind of people who, I mean, I am. I am happiest when I have something to complain about. Yeah, a story. We had a couple of stories. Yeah. Now, what, when you guys first started talking about this, were you like, hey, I have an idea. Let's make a movie. Like, how did the the thought go from, I have this little idea to, we're going to do this? Mm-hmm. I think the minute we're like, we should make a movie, we're like, yeah, okay. We'll and then we're just like, done. Yeah, we're doing we it. So you, you had the yeah. idea of let's make a movie before you had the idea of what the movie would we be. We wrote it. Uh, yeah, I we, think we, we like, let's make a movie. Idea. And then I'm like, well, I have this idea. And then we just like, when we kind of fleshed out this like, concept I have of, about like pushing together a horror movie and a romantic comedy and like, yeah. and like not blending them, but like smashing them up against each other. Mm-hmm. And then sort of, then we sort of, just sort of like took that little nugget and, Started writing it for, write it for for our friends. Right. Yeah. Now, Jim, you work in the industry in a different capacity, usually costume design. Yeah, or costume, costume. I'm a costume supervisor. Costume supervisor. Right there, yeah. And you work on different te- television shows as opposed to movies, mostly. Yes. I, yeah, I've done sitcoms for like 15, over 15 what, years. What show are you currently on? Uh, Last Man Standing. Okay, right on. Tim Allen. And I, totally you know, very similar to your very, show. And then, yeah. like, I did Rules of Engagement and Eight Simple Rules of Dating My Teenage Daughter right. and, like, a million shows. Right, right, right. Do you ever take close home from those things? Or do you ever have, like, the show ends, it's over, and you're like, 
You know what? Do you know what I do more than jacket. anything is I, I take in my own that. clothes. You, do, you take like, your own in. Well, a lot of times it'll be like, oh, here's a guest star, and like, oh, I have that. And I'll just bring in my own because yeah. it's Tim easy. Allen. Otherwise, I don't have to go shopping. Tim Allen's taking home his clothes. Yeah. If I had to Never. Oh, no, he's bringing in his own. No, I don't know. Tim Allen has not taken one thing the whole time I've been on the show. Really? Nope. I would, assume, I would assume that's like how Tim Allen shops. Hmm? No, he's, no, he's borrowed things. He's very professional. But he doesn't really. I mean, you guys, I think I can, you don't probably have the same style. <laughs> you oh no! I, you mean in my clothes? <laughs> yeah. Oh, have I? T- no. Um, no, he you know he always wears the same thing on the show, and I think he's. Uh, just, have you ever witnessed a good diva tantrum? You don't have to say who it is, but because in hair and makeup costumes, oh shh, a tantrum. You know, I've been pretty lucky. Like I've had very many tantrums, but I have a funny story about. Um, I was on a sitcom with um, Jennifer Lawrence. Okay, and J-Law. She, mm-hmm. Before she, she was sitcom? J-Law, though. She did a sitcom yeah. with Nancy Travis and Bill Engvall called The Bill Engvall Show. Wow. And, I'm, and ironically, this week, Nancy Travis is is the mom on my show. Okay. And Bill Engvall's a guest star this week. There you but, go. Cool. Uh, yeah. Maybe Jennifer will show up. Maybe J-Law. But, so we're, I'm doing a fitting with her. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, here's your clothes and blah, blah, blah. And like, so just look through this and try, and, you know, whatever. It's the first time I'm meeting her. And I... She's 17 years old, and I turn around and she's naked. And she goes, she looks at me. You're gay, right? That's an yeah. amazing story. That's an so amazing good. story. She's the real. She's the real deal. The charm, the the klutziness, the irreverence. It's her. All her. Yeah. And it's irresistible, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you just love her, I and love yeah, her. you feel very comfortable around her because she has no airs about her. That's so cool. I mean, even so, when I see her on interviews, I'm like, oh yeah, no, that's still the same world. It's still her. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Yeah. Now, Jeffrey and I just worked together on I a know. show with the longest title in television RuPaul, history. RuPaul, no, Gay for Play starring RuPaul. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and this game, I don't know if Game Show was in there, but Gay for it's Play like, game But it's show. a really, have you seen the trailer? It looks really it good. It looks good, it looks right? Really good. It looks like a lot it of air, fun. It starts airing on it looks April looks 11. Looks yeah. a lot like Match Game. It's a game show <laughs> yeah. hybrid of match. What's it what? It's sort of Match Game meets yeah. What's My Line meets Hollywood Squares meets yeah. every game show ever. Uh, it's really, it's really, really fun. But our job was to write pop culture questions. Mm-hmm. Did you have dream? Did you have dreams about questions? Because you, yeah, you know, like you're in the googling form of questions, yeah, yeah, yeah or yeah. you're googling, you know, Real Housewives for twelve hours or whatever. Well, that's what I do on I mean, other ways. But like, no, but yes, like getting it, having to, yes, absolutely, and just being like, I can't possibly read another fact about pink, you know? <laughs> exactly, and I can't. Yeah. But you know what? I think people are going to like the show. Yeah, I, I think do. it's really fun. Do you have a favorite Go Go Boy? Because there are six dancers. Well, I don't dancers. I never learned any of their names because I never spoke to any of them because yeah. I didn't have the confidence. But uh, the one that's apparently straight. There's one straight. Yeah, the straight one, of course, is the one I was most into. Yeah. Because that's a self-hating gay person for you. I, <laughs> I liked the one with the uh, scruff. The one that was not as clean shaven as the others. Not the one who wore that silly gold hat. Or him. I don't think he wore the silly gold hat. Okay. Oh, I know you're talking about the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, yeah. hot. No, I mean they were all they, they were, were all, all very attractive. You know, yeah. It's a lot to deal with. Yeah, it's, it's fun to have them run. That's around. worth watching the show for alone. Yeah. 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 No, for sure. Um, so, what are your hopes for people watching? Uh, you're killing me. What kind of like, you know, what you're in for? What kind of because it's comedy. It's a thing. Or what kind well, of comments you know, have I you got from? I think it's 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 weird because when people when you try to describe it because it's sort of an experimental movie yeah. in a lot of ways because it's funny it's really funny and goofy and then really violent and 
and disturbing. And shot that way. Like, it's not sort of... It's, the the yeah. violence isn't shot in a comedic way. No, no. One thing Jim kept saying during the movie was, he, you know, people say you can't betray your audience, but, like, why not? So, like, let's betray the audience. And so I like... It's a act. bit of an experiment. I, like I mean, people, it's a try like People aren't not, you know... It's some, not easy to watch, necessarily. No. And I kind of like that. And some people are like... Well, why? Like you see, like a, like a review, and they'll be like, "I don't know why I had to be so violent." Yeah, I'm like, yeah. "Well, that's the whole point of the movie was to like, we're not making a rom com because right. the, you know who does that better? You know, Fox or right, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, or Paramount. You know, Catherine Heigl. Yeah, right. we're so making a completely different. <laughs> yeah, it's like genre. we want to make you laugh, and then all of a sudden pull the rug out from under you and make you deeply uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and that's sort of yeah, I think it's, it's very cool that, in that yeah. way. Um, did you get chased away from any locations, or did you have anything go crazy wrong? No, we had. We, no, we had permits everywhere. Didn't we had we? permits yeah. everywhere. We were nervous in that one new oh, house. Well, that one no, we got kicked out. We got kicked out of the park. That's good. I wanted to. I just yeah. I think it's important that everyone. We got kicked out of yeah, yeah, yeah. a park. And so we shot in right the backyard. backyard. <laughs> so we shot in the backyard. We <laughs> shot like just one line outside the park because we're like we're here. We're going to shoot here, and we yeah. shot one line, but it wasn't in the park. It was outside, uh, and then uh, moved to the backyard. Yeah, right. I love it. You both picked some oh, questions okay. from the observation. Okay, so you can answer each other's if you feel like. Okay. Okay, Jim, you picked. What's the worst thing that's ever go, gone wrong for you on stage? I was in Go Ask Alice when I was a junior in high school. Okay. And every single night I was getting, supposed to get punched. And I played the little brother, Tim. And I, when I would jump up and he would punch me in the balls every <gasps> single night. Oh, God. Wow. That's awful. Every, that's true. every night. That's we couldn't get. We couldn't syncopate our movement. Yeah. Do you think that's where why he would gay? aim? Who would hit you? I'm a grown man, uh, another boy. Whitaker. His last name was Whitaker. But he was like a peer. He was like a teenager. Oh yeah, he was like a senior, and I was a junior. Okay. And he's like, tomorrow we're going to get it right. We're going to we're going to work it out. Oh, we're going to work no. it out tomorrow. Boom! Yeah. Right in the balls. Every night. Yeah. Yuck, what you did for art. What I did. There you for... go. Okay. Forget what went I wrong picked. for you ever. Did you ever have any of those? Things? Nothing's ever gone wrong for me. No, I don't know. <laughs> I for, I never can remember anything. So yeah. it's probably that. You wrote, you picked, what movie have you seen more than any other? Oh, uh, First Wives Club and Jaws. And I don't really have a funny story about that, but I just, that's my two favorite movies. I remember going to see the First Wives Club when it opened uh, here in LA and then going to Revolver afterwards. Oh, what a wonderful night. Drunk on it. Like, you guys have to see. What a fantastic night. (laughs) It was back when Revolver was still before it was the new Revolver. Right. And it was, I just kind of remember thinking, I love that. They nailed it. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 And I'm yeah. such a Goldie Hawn fan from way oh, back. Sure. Anyway, I'm a fan of all of them. Okay, Jim Hansen, have you ever written a fan letter? I read a, wrote a fan letter to um, Nancy McKeon on Facts of Life. Of course. Aww. And um, I got uh, joined her fan club. That's so cool. And what's cool is they, they said a poster of her outside of her uh, her Joe Polnicek look. So it was kind of sexy in a Hawaiian yeah. shirt and short shorts. I didn't like that. Nothing sexy I just wanted her shorts, like the butch Joe the uniform. I wanted the ponytails on the side that went back yeah. into the bigger ponytail. That's so cool though. Yeah. What did you say to her in your letter? Just that I think you're great. I I don't even remember. Something I think it was something so I think I knew well enough that I it was just to like get a, like I would love a picture of you kind yeah. of thing. Tootie's going to be on Dancing with the Stars. Oh. And Mindy's in our movie. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah. Blair was on Survivor. They're and everywhere. So good everywhere. Yeah. Okay, Jeffrey Self, do you collect anything? Um, I collect 
Um, I, I, I mean, sort of. I've been starting to try to collect celebrity dolls. Like, I have my own. Oh, that's fun. I have, I have a, um, I honestly, you swear to God, I have a Dolly Parton one. Oh, I, oh, oh, I would love to have that. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. still in the box. My brother got it for me. Um, I have so good. My two favorites I have right now are my, a Whoopi doll and a Rosie doll. And they do not get along. They don't get along <laughs> at all. Dolly will be right in the middle. <laughs> love she'll be oh, I love it. I didn't, I wrote, I wrote about celebrity dolls for. Oh, um, for the show. For of the course. Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, and that's a cat. I think it's Did still it in the show. I believe so. Okay, that's good. I have Joey Lawrence. Oh wow! Would you just? I, I don't need. I don't. I don't want that. No, okay, that's not really. We didn't get okay. along. Okay, uh, we didn't get along. Did you work with him? Yeah. Oh come on! Is he not cool? He yelled at me because I because I because I didn't get the right kind of boots he wanted. Oh, I mean, I'm exaggerating. But Melissa Joan Hart is amazing. I'm sure. Did you? So you Melissa worked on Joe, yeah. Melissa and Joey. It's the first time anyone said Melissa Joan Hart is amazing in L.A. today. <laughs> you don't know that. I don't know. That I don't know. Sure. She's so nice. You don't know that for sure. I just sure. saw her the other the other day because she's like best friends with. No, she seems lovely. There's she's a great. she's a plot twist in my novel Misadventures in the Two and Three. So I, I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got to interview her once at Priscilla's Coffee in Toluca Lake. I so, you know what? How about it? Melissa, uh, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Melissa Jones? Sorry to hear that about JL. <laughs> um, what other dolls do I have? You know what doll I have? Do you remember early on in Project Runway they had a Barbie design competition oh, yeah. and you could buy the doll? They sold them. Yeah. I have that one that that's, Nick that one? designed. That's probably worth money. I think I have Olivia Newton John from Greece. Sure, that's good. That's a good one. Uh, anyway, I, and I don't love them. You they just have them. I just have them. I have the Charlie so Angels ones, but they're oh, little. That's, that's interesting. So they're not, not the fair. Yeah. They're, no, they're not Barbie. I have two of the InSync marionettes too. <laughs> Justin and Joey. Uh, Justin I, I do have. Also, I have sixty Barbie dolls in my in my garage in a plastic bin. But they're not That's celebrities. So <laughs> no, no, the faces are like all removed. Yeah. And okay, any made anyway, about we can, we can move on. We can move on. <laughs> yeah, maybe you didn't hear him. He said he collects celebrity dolls. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, this is. I think it's a Jim's question. Do you have any scars or tattoos <gasps> with stories? No, I didn't write that. That oh, was yeah. yours. That oh, was yours. oh, me. Well, I just have my last name tattooed on my arm because I am the world's biggest narcissist, which factors into the fact that our movie is about the world's biggest narcissist. And it says self. And it says self. What? What? I when did you get it? My, what were you I was thinking? Going through a big breakup, and yeah. I was just like, I need to reclaim myself. And I'd always wanted my last name tattooed on my arm, so I got it, and I uh, I passed out while they were doing it, and they had to finish because otherwise it was just going to say elf. <laughs> you passed out, so they literally. Did I don't the deal well with pain, and they I did the S while you were uh, you were unconscious. Well, no, they got me. They revived me with a diet coke, and um, I, I <laughs> and then I uh, I had to uh, then they had to finish. Yeah, wow. uh, but I hadn't eaten, and I had taken a Xanax before. So, that's so that funny. that maybe that'll do it. <laughs> that'll that that'll teach me. Yeah. What Classic do you think? Jeffrey. What do you think when you look at it? I'm always happy to see it. I've yeah. never, I've never regretted it. And I'm yeah. always, I always enjoy seeing it. I, if I were, if I had a more of an ability to be in pain, I would get more. But I don't know if I can. You weren't feeling it. I really, really, really want one, a specific one that I've been wanting for a long time. That under my uh, under my arm, but I'm told that's a really I, painful. Place. I've seen guys with underarm tattoos, like by their they're biceps. very sexy. They're really sexy. Yeah, even if you don't have biceps like me, yeah. like they're they're um, they're there's something. Yeah. I was like, ooh, okay. Yeah, you you mentioned your name. Your first name is spelled J E F F E R Y. That's right. So if you were to follow me on social media, that's how you would find it. I, I, <laughs> so gross. Why? Uh, my mom misspelled it. 
Oh, really? Yeah. I oh, mean, it's, it's a spelling that's out there for, that's very rare, but she just, yeah. That was, so you're a typo. I'm a typo. But you've dealt I'm with I'm a it. mistake and a typo, I think. So. <laughs> it explains a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but it must cause problems, though, like when people are looking you up or an email. Yeah, it drives there was me a crazy. Time, there was a time when I was like, I need to... Yeah, no one, I, no one can. Yeah. I always I miss emails all the time. Yeah. but it's also nice because then if it's like I can always claim like if I'm wanting to ignore someone. Oh, that, did like, you spell it that? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really smart. Yeah. No, well, now you owned it. Nah. That <laughs> I'll keep doing no. it. <laughs> okay. How can people find your movie? Okay, it's on iTunes, it's on Vimeo, it's on Amazon, and it's on wolfvideo.com. Yeah, so well, right? you can do, you can watch it Wolf on Demand, and you can Wolf order on a DVD demand. from them. So you too. got the d- distribution deal with Wolf. Do yes. they yes. take care of all that other stuff? Yeah. So you don't have to do it. Oh my god, yeah, it's, it's so nice, amazing, and the publicity they've been doing they've been good. Yeah, it's been, been great. Awesome. I've yeah. really enjoyed. I'm glad they them. exist because it just it so seems nice. like the market for gay films Absolutely. and the box mm-hmm. off and all that stuff it just seems to be getting smaller and smaller. But it sounds like you guys have had a pretty good experience and Absolutely. Gonna, yeah, yeah, and the ice cream truck is going by movies. Was... I've explored their other movies and stuff and they have some really good stuff on there too. so good yeah they're great what did you say about the, the ice cream truck is going by and that was a probably one of the biggest challenges of our movie oh, yeah, this is... was that this ice cream truck goes by constantly and for sound we'd it's... have to pay them off every day yeah oh yeah you have to do that a lot like I had you know give 20 bucks for leap lower person totally or whatever. Yeah. yeah like please go away I think next time you write the ice cream truck into the into yeah, the script would you make another movie together? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we just have to come up with the right thing. But, I mean, I feel like in the next thing, we, we want to do something just very different. We've yeah. written one movie together that's very different, but it's more to sell. Yeah. And um, the next one, we want to write one to make together that's, yeah. I don't know. We have a that couple you can of ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where would you, Jim, like to see your career going? Because you've got oh, your God, that, your sort of... I don't know. He doesn't like to think like that. I don't... Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm so happy. I love my job. I love my yeah. day job. And I love doing all these other weird projects on the side. Like, it I feel out. like I'm happy. Yeah. And it's don't push weird. It. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> like, I, if I were going to be yeah. like, oh, be a director full-time and quit right. my job, I mean... Will that make me happy? You would hate it. I right. don't know. I, I don't want to direct other people's stuff right, right. now. I like... You, you like your know. life. I like my life. You yeah. have a sweet life. I'm yeah. good. I'm happy for you. And you always have great energy whenever I'm around you, and I love it does. that. On the you, on the other end. No, I have yeah. deeply, deeply unhappy. Deeply. Where uh, would you like to see? I want to write and you act yeah, 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 yeah. and you. you know. um, I think I want to like try to get like be more like a host kind of thing. Like have my own show that's like a, a talk show docu series hybrid kind of thing. Eventually, that's sort of the. That's sort of the yeah. main uh, like five year goal right now, and uh, and then uh, I mean ultimately I mean in a dream scenario by forty I wouldn't have to work and I could just like live in Ohio and like pick lemons and read all day. Fuck you, first of all, and second of all, I have a title for your show. Okay, pitching it, Sense of Self. Love, love, yeah. love, love. Oh, right? There we go. Bam. Boom. Nailed it. What did you think Don't when copyright. you moved from New York to LA? Uh, I was really happy. I really loved it. I've never, uh, uh, I don't, mm, I mean, I don't, I've never had a moment where I was like, I want to move back to New York. Um, and I've been here six years and I was only in New York for five and a half. So, so I now live here longer than I ever did. So there. you liked it right away. What yeah. I go back there often for yeah. work, but, uh, I, uh, I love it, uh, but I don't want to live there. Okay. You have amazing hair. I thank you. I do. 
I mean, I really do. It's the one thing about myself I'm deeply proud of. I, everything else I have insecurities about, but that I can wake up every day and look in the mirror and say, I really like the way this looks. When I interview great singers mm-hmm. like Christina Aguilera, I've interviewed Jennifer Hudson, I ask them, what is their relationship to their voice? Uh-huh. Do they think of it as a friend, uh-huh. as a gift, sure. as a whatever? Yeah. As a whatever. How do they see it? I want to ask you, what is My your relationship hair. to your hair? Um, I, I, I just like it. I mean, I... I've, I, it's only been in the past few years that I've really learned to like take care of it. But before I, I mean, I, now I'm like into like products and like my friend Jonathan is a hairstylist and uh, you know, sort of oversees the operation oh, yeah. and I'm very proud <laughs> the day to day yeah yeah. You, um, yeah I love that yeah. exactly yeah I'm uh, I'm very into the hair right because um, I have it and I, I'm sure it'll be gone within 10 years so like I <laughs> should enjoy it while it lasts I think you should do a lot of things where you come out of the water and throw it. <laughs> I think you should do some I'm not doing nearly machines. enough of that I think you should do everything that I wish that I could do if I had the hair oh, that's very sweet you're living for all of us okay um, you guys, thank you so this much. This was so lovely. Thank, thank you. I'm so glad so we lovely. got to talk about it. Yes. I'm proud of you. The movie's really fun and different and interesting. And I'm so proud of you for making it happen. Thank, thank you so you. much. It's very sweet of you. Uh, awesome. Thanks for having us. Check it out and, uh, and you'll enjoy yourself. All right. Bye. Thanks again to Jim Hansen and Jeffrey Self. Check out their movie, You're Killing Me, on DVD and on demand. Um, so this happened... Uh, my friend Jen and I, a couple weeks ago, went to see the movie Love Story at the New Beverly here in L.A., uh, Revival House. And um, before we go in, uh, we go in, and before the movie starts, there's four seats taped off in front of us. And right before the movie starts, Quentin Tarantino walks in with his wife or girlfriend, I think girlfriend, and sits in the two middle of the four seats. And it, he owns the Revival House. He owns the New Beverly. So... It was so cool, though, that he showed up on a Monday night to watch Love Story. And, I, you know, to hear him laugh at certain things. And I don't know. It was really cool. It was like the mayor came in. And FYI, that, um, that audience was like six to one men. So I don't know what that says about chick flicks. But I really liked the movie. I'd never seen it before. Boy, they were beautiful. Ally McGraw and Ryan O'Neill. And, um, you know, of course it has the line, Love means never having to say you're sorry. Which is kind of a great line, but I don't think it makes much sense. And then he says it at the end to his father. And at that point, it doesn't really make any sense. So, I don't know. I think it's just a good tagline, but when you think it through... Okay, if you love somebody, you don't mess up. You don't have to say something. I don't know. I don't don't think it holds up um, under a lot of emotional scrutiny. But on the way home, I, I said to Jen, I said... Um, I guess they were going to be joined by some other people, but they canceled. So, um, Quentin and his girlfriend just used the two seats and she goes, no, she goes, the extra seats were so that no one would sit next to them. And I was like, oh, you know what? You're probably right. And I thought they taped off four seats, you know, cause they were going to bring friends. I guess that means I'm still an optimistic, uh, not super jaded person. I didn't do the math. And realize, oh, they don't want nobody sitting next to them, bugging them, getting in their space, in their celebrity space. But um, I I thought that was interesting that I had the more hopeful point of view. So there you go. I still got it. Um, Something else cool happened this week. My former podcast guest, Tom Goss, friend of mine, came out with a music video called Son of a Preacher Man. It's like a, a gay twist on that classic Dusty Springfield song and... 
they produced this really beautiful video directed by Michael Serrato and it and it you know launched online and it really kind of blew up and hit a lot of different websites and got shared around a lot and um, I ran into um, I didn't run into him Tom and I went to a movie yesterday the Nora Ephron documentary and afterwards I was just curious what it's like to have a a video in the viral world and, and try to make it grow and what was his week like and because I think it's a lot of hustle I don't think it just happens um, and he's up over 100,000 views so I turned on my little iPhone recorder and chatted with him about the video so you can enjoy that now and thanks again to Jim and Jeffrey check out their movie and uh, we'll let Tom wrap it up with this little conversation okay see you next time all right, I'm at the ba- I'm at Basics with Tom Goss, my friend, and you had a big week. Big you week. put out your Son of a Preacher Man video mm-hmm. onto YouTube. Yes. Is that where it lives, YouTube? It lives on the YouTube. It lives on the YouTube, and it's been out just over a week or right under a week? Just under a week. Monday, ha- one, Monday would be a week. So, well, you could say a week. You could say like a week yeah, minus eight hours. Week. Yeah, mm-hmm. by the time this goes up, it'll be a week. How many hits have you had? About 125,000. 125,000 hits. And uh, the video is a remake of Dusty Springfield's Son of a Preacher Man. And the video tells a story of a, a teenage love affair where one of the guys is the son of a preacher man. And the other guy is you before you, you know, as a teenager. Yeah. Essentially. Um, what kind of feedback have you gotten from people? It's been fairly overwhelmingly positive. I mean, there's always going to be some some people who take issue with with one thing or another, but for the most but, part, it's just been like note after note of, of people that are that are really strongly moved by it. That's which awesome. Is, which is really kind of like the ultimate goal as an artist, right? Right. So, so feeling really grateful about that. I'm feeling really grateful that we got picked up in the Daily Beast, which is not. Uh, an LGBT media. No, the Daily not, Beast is not. You know, you, I, I thought you'd say like Toll Road or yeah. yeah. Oh no, any I number of them, oh, any number of those gay. And outlets. I love that, and they've always been very good to me. Right. Um, but it's great to be recognized outside of that yeah. spectrum as well for, for creating a, a piece of art. Um, how hard. Do you hustle the week something like that goes on to the YouTubes? Are oh, you nonstop? What are you doing? Are you tweeting people? Are you reaching out to media outlets? What are you doing? Yeah, the both those things. All of it. <laughs> I mean, it's essentially like a lot of research, like identifying the people in the magazines that I want to write about. Yeah. Identifying the, the people who are doing the writing on the LGBT issues. So it's like right. a, a mainstream. Um, website like BuzzFeed, you know what I mean? There's, there's, there's going to be certain people that if you do a lot of research on, the, on what articles they write, that they seem more interested right. in what you're doing. Right. And a combination of just tweeting so many people all the time. Um, but I mean, I've also been... Does it wear you out after a week? Or? So exhausted. Yeah. I mean, it's essentially like, it's one of those things where everything's going out and nothing's coming in. You know what I mean? You're like you're like sending out, sending out, sending out, right? Sending generating, out. generating, generating. And not that things aren't coming in because I guess people are commenting and people are right. sending emails, but you don't really have time to let that hit you. Right. You really you got to crack now. The iron's hot. It's still yeah. you know exactly. So you feel like even though you're having a lot of success too, there's there's still like the success rate is like two percent of the people that you're actually pitching that are actually writing about you. You know. Right. So you're feeling the ninety. So you feel too, yeah, yeah. You feel the ninety-eight percent too. Um, but you've done a, you've done a lot of videos, and you're mm-hmm. always generating. This feels a little more socially conscious than than some of your other stuff. 
Have you hit this one harder? And the the budget for the video is probably a little bigger. The, the production bigger. value. We did about about a, almost a year ago to the date of the release. I um, I finished a Kickstarter for two music videos. Okay. This one and Breath and Breath Sound. Breath and Sound, which was gorgeous. Thank you. Um, and so we definitely had some more money to play with. Right. And I think that shows. I yeah. mean, it definitely sh- it looks like a movie. Right. You know, and and, and that's, that's great. It's great to be able to be doing LGBT content and LGBT media um, independently on an online platform in a way that looks amazing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's just hard to do it on your own. Um, but I think I've, I mean, I've been doing really socially conscious stuff from the, from the, from the, from the jump, but it's like, it seems like it's more socially conscious because people see it. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, right. this guy's doing this thing, and I want to be like, guess my first really socially conscious video was really my, my second video, which is in 2009, which most people probably haven't seen, called Till the End, which was very socially conscious and very edgy for 2009, especially right. on YouTube. You know what I mean? But people, yeah, that was very. And you did a video with, with soldiers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Breath of Sounds is very socially conscious. Bears, honestly, is. You yeah. know what I mean? So is Illuminate the Dark. It's a very like. I'm all, look. I'm trying. I'm trying to say something with. I'm not. Right. I'm not just trying to be like. Buy my CD. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I, I noticed on this that you have the the numbers for P Flag and of course. like uh, and, and the Trevor Project. Like there, there was a real this is sort a very, of. This is definitely like a more a more um, cohesive and intentional yeah piece of work, and I think part of it is because. Um, it's almost like a movie that's scored. Yeah. We developed the movie. Right. You know, we developed the idea. We developed the story. We developed what we were going to do. And then I started working on music around that. Yeah. I love the first shot of you where you start singing and then all of this whole party unfolds. Really? It's like a one-take moment. How much time did it take to plan that shot and execute that shot? Uh... I want to say a long time, but not that long, just because our day was, was so frantic. We right. shot that in essentially two days, and we had, like, 67 shots the first day that we had to get, you know? Yeah. I think we did four takes, and so uh, <clears throat> I, I had hired this guy, Joey Hirsch, to help me produce it, and he was just so amazing, and it was great to finally be able to not be producing everything myself right. and have somebody that I could really trust, and so we would be shooting in the church... And then Joey would be setting up the yard, and then we would move to the yard, and then Joey would be setting up. The, right. So by the time we walked over there, most of the pieces were in place. And I would say we probably spent 40, 45 minutes on that shot. It's really effective. It's really striking. It's, it's the striking way suddenly shot. there's nobody, and then everybody's there. Yeah, this, it's, like a, it's like a big crane shot where there's nobody, and then it comes down. And then, and honestly, what probably took the most was was ripping a branch off so it looked like the camera was in the tree. Someone's standing there like on a chair, holding a branch, holding a branch. You know. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's movie magic. What's the most surprising thing that's happened in the week since it's come out? Did you hear from somebody that surprised you? Or yeah, one of Dusty Springfield's backup singers. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, amazing. I mean, it's 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 like they sent you an email or a tweet yeah, or what did they like, say? Hey, hey, look, I sung with Dusty for years. I sung on these records with her. I loved her. It was so sad that she went. I know her personally, and she would have loved this. She would have thought it was amazing. You know what? Oh, that's amazing. The interesting thing about Dusty is she was herself closeted. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it, there's. 
there's a, there's a lot of dynamics going on in this that you're not thinking about from the onset, but that we thought a lot about, you know, right. and I think it, it's, it's poignant. Yeah, it works on a bunch of different levels. Tom and I just went to see a documentary about Nora Ephron together called Everything is Copy. So we're thinking about creativity and writing and art and generating and doing your thing and all of that stuff. Nonstop. We have no we have no coherent thoughts about it, no, but no. we're thinking about it. We're just we're just feeling like, oh, we can do more. We can do more. We can do more. But uh, I want to say congratulations on your video. I hope everyone that's listening to this goes and watches it. I will put a link on my Dennis Anyone Facebook page. And I am inspired by you and what you do. Thanks, Dennis. There you go. All right.